Good day thinkers, thought leaders, progressives, and dreamers. I'm Craig the Writer Stewart, and this is so much to say. These are my thoughts and my voice on black shit, white shit, gay shit, and everything in between. Today we are talking to my friend Nikki, and we're talking about credit repair. I have to give you this disclaimer, she is not an expert. She's not an expert. She's just somebody who has really shady credit, like <laughs> many of us. And so she has some tips that she wanted to share with you and me so that we can move forward in our credit recovery. So get a pen, a pad, something so that you can take notes or just be prepared to listen to this podcast again. Make sure you are subscribed. This podcast is free. It's always free. On Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast. So go ahead and hit the share button because I know somebody else needs to listen to this because listen, the bottom line is credit is real sketchy around here in these streets. This is very personal work for me. Politics. Politics. I believe I was called to... Tell my story, use my voice, be a voice for the community, to speak to and for a community of people that's been ignored, denied, love, love, relationships, religion. This is my life's work. Religion, religion. I want to use words to uplift, heal, inspire, encourage. Do something different. Every Monday at 10. Okay, so the first thing that you want to do is you want to go to annualcreditreport.com. Okay? You can pull one free credit report annually. Once you get to that website, you can pull Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. And they're going to ask you some questions that only you would know the answer to. So they're going to ask you, do you recognize this address? They're going to put like different... And it could be an address that you might have lived in when you were seven years old. Right. But, but they would still put it. Right. They might ask you about an auto loan, what finance company you use. They might ask you about a home loan. If you've recently applied for credit. Right. So they're basically just asking these kinds of questions to vet you. Because they can't release your credit report until they know that for sure that it is you requesting it. So the first thing you want to do is get your go to annualcreditreport.com. Yes. And then what's the next step? Okay. So now you want to take a look at what's on your credit report. Let's pull mine over here. Okay. Now I'm telling you now, this got all kinds of bullet wounds and stuff in it. That's all right. Because listen, as an entrepreneur, you know, you you scar some things. Listen, I didn't I didn't messed up some credit. I didn't have some cars repossessed, plural. That's all right. Because you can get it removed. You can get it removed. Now, they even, I have, um, so I'm in a couple of groups um, mm-hmm. that a friend of mine, she put me onto, it's on Facebook. And in this group is a plethora of knowledge and people that have gone or are gone through, or, or going through the exact same process. Um, and it's rare that you would have something or have a question that nobody has ever asked. Okay, so now what's that Facebook group? Okay, so there are two. Write this down. You want to write this down. There are two Facebook groups. They're free for you to be able to go in and talk to other people. Just like we have that Facebook group, So Much to Say Podcast Pen Pals, and we talk about what we talk about. What's your Wi-Fi? Um, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. And then the Wi-Fi code is Words Never Spoken. Should have known. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a private group. When you get to the group, they're going to ask you why you want to be in the group. You can't be over there posting bullshit, okay? You can't. They will delete. They will delete you. you. You have to be asking questions or just going in there reading the different posts about credit. Now, if you in there posting selfies and shit, they're gonna get rid of you. Okay, they don't care nothing about your, your hairdo. Or and, the hair you selling. Or, or your shoes. Mm-hmm. You can't be in there promoting. So it's a, it's a group specifically for people who have um, damaged credit or you're trying to repair your credit. Not even just that because it's, it's, just, it's just good information And not too. even that is if you're trying to save. Because I know for me, my journey started with um, reading Dave Ramsey's The Total Money Makeover. Mm-hmm. And listening to him made me realize how stupid some of the things that I have done are and the debt that I have, like even having a car note mm-hmm. and how so many Americans 
have a car note, but your car depreciates. Every so year. what you're paying for it is not what it's going to be worth a few years from now. So what were you saying reading that book made you realize some stupid things? What are some of the things that you can... That um, I didn't have an adequate savings. What's I adequate? Have, I didn't have an emergency fund. So okay. he... Like if something at that point, if something were to happen, I would prop at that point, I would have had to borrow from credit cards, you know, um, or, you know, a bill was going to have to wait because mm-hmm. this was an emergency. And mm-hmm. I didn't think that I needed an emergency fund because I had a savings account. Okay. But no, those are two separate things. You don't want to pull from your savings for an emergency because right. now your savings is depleted. Right. So there's an emergency fund for an emergency. And then there's a savings for you to just fall back on, I guess, like right. when you get later to the latter part of your so life and you just live on He has that. baby steps. And your first baby step is to get $1,000 in your emergency fund. Okay. And that may, for some people, that may be really simple but for me it was really hard mm-hmm. because it's like okay well at the time i wasn't making a lot and then it's what well, where am i supposed to get a thousand dollars from and you, you just know, to have over just, in a just to have yeah so now what's adequate savings like is it like eight months worth of um he says that you're supposed to at least have a year's worth of a salary Save a year's a, worth a of year, salary but you got to start somewhere so let me ask is it a year's worth of salary or is it a year's worth of monthly expenses. Like, for example, let's just say it costs you $3,000 a month to pay your rent or mortgage and your car payment or your car insurance and your groceries and your utilities. Let's just say your monthly stuff is $3,000. Is it a year Uh, or is it a salary? Your salary. Oh. And it can be done. Right. But to start off, you start with $1,000. That's the first baby step. Mm -hmm. Your second baby step is to start your debt snowball. Now, what's a debt snowball? So, what you want to do is you you look at your current debt, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, your credit cards, if you're paying off a cell phone, and things like that. When I did mine, I took a, I went to Walgreens, got a big old poster board, mm-hmm. and I started to list it. And I list what the amount was and what the monthly payment was. So, a snowball, is it kind of like your recurring bills or things that are well, due? Not so much, like it wouldn't include your rent, but it would yeah. include like your Capital One. It would include like, your right. car note. Like you debt, know? right. Yeah, okay. just debt. And I started with the lowest one possible. Okay. And I would pay the minimum on the others, but I would toss more money to, to the smaller one. To the smaller bill. And then once that was paid off, all that money that I was putting towards that one bill, I would put that plus some into the next one. And you keep snowballing it so that eventually you'll have a big wad of money that you're putting to because you had already been allocating X amount right. of money to a particular debt. Okay. Now tell us the name of the Facebook group because we okay. didn't tell them the name I'm of the sorry. Facebook group. So there's a Facebook group. There are two. There are two. Now the first one, now I'm in this one. I don't think I'm in the other one. Okay. The first one is called Dream Catchers. Yes. Dream Catchers. So Tiffany Alashay, I have been following her on Instagram um, for several years now. And she is the budgetista. When I was following her, she was still an elementary school teacher. This girl right here. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't making a whole lot of money. But um, now she is teaching people how to get out of debt. She and her fiance just bought like a $500,000 house and they paid cash for it. Oh. Yeah. And now they're remodeling. So it is possible. You do have to sacrifice a little and it's, you have to hustle. Sacrifice. Your success is on the other side of your sacrifice. I talk about that all the time. Yes. And you have to have what they call gazelle intensity. What is that? So if you've ever A seen gazelle a, like an animal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you've ever seen a gazelle they running, fast. They fast. And you have to have that kind of motivation to do it. Like mm-hmm. when I started, I was doing uh, Amazon Flex. I was working my regular job. I was answering surveys online. Anything for extra money extra to help money. me pay off this debt. Right. Okay. Um. So, so that's the first group. Now, let me say this while you're looking for the other one. I'm in this particular group. I don't comment and do stuff like that. But there are times that I will go in there. Um, but they have like forms in there. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have they have templates for um, they have templates for um, if you need to write a letter to the credit bureau or something yeah. like that. Like if you need to dispute something. Um, what other kind of? I mean, and it's basically they have a whole handbook on how to get started. They post this stuff in there for free. You mm-hmm. just have to get in the group. 
Now, this group, this is a good group. The only thing that I don't like but i respect her hustle is the same documents that you can get from the first group dream catchers dream catchers charges you for credit warriors charge credit you for. warriors will charge you for these but dream catchers give you the forms same for free. free okay so the second group now i'm not in this group the second group is called credit warriors but like we were just saying this group will charge you for some of the forms mm -hmm. some of the same free forms that you can get and dream catchers. Yes. Okay. And too, you can Google some of these forms. But you can Google them, yeah. If you go to the files, they are there. So when you get in the group, there's a link and it has like files, like just, just different different templates. Yes. So, and she also has challenges, um, credit challenges. That's in dream catchers? Yes. Okay. Uh, for Sound you. like you like dream catchers more. I do. Like, I respect. Um, in the other group, I respect her hustle because uh -huh. that's her extra money. If people right. don't know and they're you paying, you pay a service, you charge a service, yeah. right? Whereas Tiffany, she's been there, so and she's getting money other ways, so other she's way. able to provide it for free. for free. Like she's on television and right. doing interviews, so she's getting her. Coin. And then the thing about it too is when you're in this group, um, dream catchers or credit warriors, you have other people in there just like yourself. Mm -hmm. You have other people in there. They're sharing information. They're sharing you know things that they've learned. Part of the reason why I wanted to bring Nikki on. She's not an expert, but she's just a regular person that stumbled across this group. Somebody told you about the group? Yes, I have a, um, an accountability partner to make sure that, you know, I'm still on top of things. I'm not creating any new debt, that I'm sending out my letters when I'm supposed to, mm -hmm. that I'm calling the credit bureaus, getting old addresses removed, which we'll get into in a minute. Right. Okay. Um, and we'll, now I will say in these groups, um, sometimes they do mass send-offs. So what that is, is the Fair Credit Reporting Act. It basically states that if the credit bureaus do not physically have the document that you signed that says, hey, I'm signing for this credit card or X, Y, and Z, that they have to pull it from your credit report. That okay. does not negate the fact that you do or do not owe this money. Mm -hmm. But it will remove it from your credit report. Okay, so let me make that plain for y'all because I think that went over somebody's head. I think somebody missed it. Somebody reaching for potato chips. Okay, so listen. So say for instance, say for instance you sign for a credit card. Let's say you have a Discover credit card. And let's just say you haven't used that card in five years, six years, seven years, right? And it's on your credit report. You don't even have the card anymore, but it's still on your credit report. You burned up that credit card. You didn't ran it up. But there's a form in this group, mm -hmm. Dream Catchers. It's a 609 it's letter. It's a 609 letter in the Dream Catchers group, and it's a letter that you would send to Discover Credit Card. And so you want to send it to the credit bureau. Send it to the credit bureau. I'm sorry. You send that letter to the credit bureau, and they will challenge Discover because then Discover will have to present the 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 original the original signed document. signed document that you signed when you had that Discover credit card. And if Discover can't produce that that form with your signature, then they have to take it off your credit report. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the forms that you can find in there. Yeah. Again, it's called a six o nine. Write this down. Don't be inboxing me and later. You can Google it. Right. Yes. So. Um, you, so, go ahead. You had so, something you were going to say next? Well, I was about to talk about the mass send -off. Okay, go ahead. So, sometimes in these groups, they will pick a certain date for everybody that want to participate to send off a 609 letter at the same time. That's, yeah. These groups have hundreds of thousands of people in there. Right. So, if you have 5,000 people who are sending in these forms at the same time. Now, let me throw this in there. I know this is a lot. But the credit bureaus have 30 days. 30 days to respond to your letter. Right. So if you all are sending out a letter to the credit bureau at the same time, they can't get to all of them letters. Right. And, we and they have to pull it from your credit report. And you don't just print it out. You handwrite it. You handwrite it. So that's really important. In blue ink. You handwrite the letter. You handwrite it. Don't type it. I know you might type 70 words a minute. You handwrite the letter in blue ink. You're handwriting it because if you type it, they just simply run it through a machine and they can catch it. But if you handwrite it, someone physically has to read that letter. And there's there's a big chance that they're not going to catch it. You know, they're not going to have time because there's too many people sending letters. Right, Go ahead. right. So that's called mass... Mass, uh, mass send-offs. Mass send-offs. All this information is in 
these groups. These groups, okay? And they will post about it like, hey, this is the date where everybody's going to send it in. Because when you mail it, you cannot send it regular mail. It has to be certified mail. Because as soon as somebody signs for it, the clock starts. starts. And the credit report, I mean, the credit bureau has 30 days. So if you send it certified with a return receipt, that time stamps it from the moment that they sign it. Excuse me, at the credit bureau. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to make sure that you told them was, um, and remember, there are templates of these letters in yes. the groups. The other thing that I wanted you to remember to tell them was... Um, Collection Yes. Okay. So there is a service, and it's completely free. It is called Collection Shield 360. CollectionShield360.com. Yes. Write this down. Collection Shield 360 Dot com. Tell them what that is. Mm. What that is is that they will dispute things on your credit report on your behalf. Now, they only do two out of the three credit bureaus. Mm-hmm. So whichever ones you got the most damage from, those are the ones that you want them to <laughs> Well, they only do TransUnion right. and ex- Experian. Experian. It, is it Experian? I would have to look at my thing. I think it is experience because I think Equifax is the truth out here. <laughs> the two, Equ- yes, Equifax they, ain't playing with y'all. Yeah, they don't play. But yeah, they they work on Equifax and TransUnion. TransUnion. And if you have those collection letters that they send to you, with what uh, excuse me, what Collection Shield does is if you scan them and you send them to Collection Shield, they have a team of lawyers who dispute those for you for free for free because some of the verbiage in the letters. Is against the law. Let me say this. It's CollectionShield360.com. Not just CollectionShield. CollectionShield360.com. Again, they're free. What she's talking about, what Nikki is talking about, let's just say you have an old uh, cell phone bill or you have an an old um, uh, uh, hospital bill. Mm -hmm. You know how they send those old bills to your house? That is the letter that you're going to send to Collection Shield. You, when, you, when you create your profile for free on CollectionShield360.com, you're going to scan, a, you're going to take a picture of that letter. Let's say it's a hospital bill or it's an ambulance bill or a Verizon wireless bill that you know you didn't fucked up. Mm-hmm. When they send that bill to you saying, listen, and it's an attorney's office saying, listen, we're trying to collect on behalf of Verizon, you take a picture of that. You upload it to your collection shield profile and then they will work on your behalf to try to get it removed. Yes. Now, and what happens with those letters is not only do they, depending on how they word it, not all letters are going to happen like this, but depending on how they word it, they sue. Now, the thing about collection shield is when they dispute or sue these companies on your behalf. Yes. Let's say your settlement is $5,000. Collection Shield gets $4,000 for putting in that hard work, and they will give you $1,000. Now, let me explain it to you a little bit more, okay? Nikki has a friend who, we're just going to use Verizon Wireless as as the example. So, let's just say Nikki's friend had a Verizon Wireless bill, an outstanding bill for $5,000 that she never paid. They sent her a letter saying, listen, you owe us $5,000. Some of the language in that letter was against the law. Yes. Collection Shield's attorneys contacted Verizon on her behalf for free. They settled for five grand. Collection Shield took 4000 mm-hmm. and they gave her 1000 Now, where do you know you're going to get $1,000 and you owe a bitch money? Okay. Now, it doesn't happen like that for all of your right. letters. Right. And I will say with Collection Shield, it is not an overnight process. Right. It takes time. But it you'll is. get emails and things saying... When it updates. Right. You'll get emails when it updates. And you'll get emails periodically saying your credit score went up 16 points or something like that. Like, it'll tell you. Mm-hmm. You'll get periodic uh, notifications. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Another thing I was going to say is on your credit report, you may have several old addresses that you no longer live at. You might have jobs that you no longer work at. You might have phone numbers that is no longer your number. You can dispute to have those removed and it will boost your credit. There is, now there can be a downside because if you have good credit attached to this address, and you have it removed, your credit score can go down. So you mm-hmm. have to think about, or at least try to remember, what you were doing at this address so that it won't impact it too much. Right, the good credit. 
do you remember what you were sharing with me the other day about um, the um, car payment thing? Oh, okay. So um, in one of the groups, uh, there was a discussion about how to pay off your car a lot faster because a lot of times when you pay in your car note, you're really paying a lot on the interest and a little bit on the principal um, because of simple compound interest. Simple compound interest. Yes. So uh, in the group, the guy, I think he was like a car salesman. He, in the um, Dreamcatcher group? I can't remember which group I saw okay. him in. I could search okay. it just a well, go ahead. But um, he was saying, if you pay your car note, um, chop it in half, and pay it every other week, you'll be paying more on the principal and less on the interest. So, if your car payment is $400 per month, what she's saying you should do, or this person said you should do, is pay $200 every two weeks. It's still $400 a month, but you're paying $200 every two weeks because... Of the simple compounded interest. And so basically you'd be paying more of the principal amount right. and less of the interest. Correct. Because you're getting credit for making two payments in a month, right? Even though Correct. it totals the same amount. Correct. Okay, so hopefully that clarifies or that makes sense to you. Somebody said same thing with your mortgage. Oh, okay. Same see, thing is true with, with your mortgage. mortgage. Right. Okay, I'm trying to see if I can find it real fast. They can look for it. Oh, okay. Get in the group. Dream catchers. Okay. Yes. Um, let me see. What else can we discuss? Um, okay, so now I got my credit report. So okay. one of the things you told me to do was print out my credit report. Yes. I'm trying to see my shit now. And you know what? Don't feel embarrassed when you print out your credit report. Because I know I'm not. Cool man, I was looking like, oh my God. When I first got to college and they had them applications sitting on your bed when you first came in. And in my head, it was free money. And I took advantage of it, too. Well, you know, in my first book, I wrote about how I used to just take credit cards and just... I would apply for these credit cards. Yes. They would come in the mail when I was in, living in a dormitory. And when I tell you that, that that credit card would come and I go burn it up, I go use it up, and then I call them 30 days later and say, uh, what is this on my account? Like, I, I never even received this card in the mail. What is this? And I was... Oh, I was about to say something else about... Um, Mm, I don't know. It'll come back to me. Um, they even have two where you can dispute your student loans. Now, you know you still have to pay them. Mm -hmm. But it, it when you get them removed from your credit report, mm -hmm. it makes it look good. Because for some people, depending on how many or how much student loans you have, it can prevent you from purchasing a house. There's a question in here. Somebody is saying, I think Anthony White is saying, so you say pay it. To pay two hundred dollars every week, depending on what your car every note is. other week. Every other we week. were saying every other week. So, for example, if your car payment is four hundred dollars a month, you're still going to pay four hundred dollars a month, but you're just going to split it. So you're going to pay two hundred dollars every two weeks, but you still got to pay. So, for, so if your car payment is due on the fifteenth of the month, you need to pay two hundred dollars at the beginning of the month, like the first, and then pay the other two hundred dollars by the time the fifteenth rolled around. So you're paying it twice, but it's still for the same $400. Correct. And if you have, I know one of the um, the ways that I started to build my credit as well mm -hmm. was to, I opened up an account with Navy Federal. Mm -hmm. Because Navy, Fe yeah, Navy Federal Credit Union, they are really generous. Mm -hmm. Once your credit score starts creeping up, or even if you are still trying to build your credit, they have some awesome secured credit cards as well. Secure a credit card is the one where you actually send money to them. Correct. So, for example, if your credit is jacked up or you don't have credit or whatever, you send, let's say, $300 to them and they put it in a in a, an account basically for you. Mm -hmm. And you get a, a credit card, but it's not really a credit card. It'll be whatever limit that you've already sent in. Right. So, if you send in $300, the card that they send you is going to have a $300 limit. Mm -hmm. But those kinds of cards, it's called a secured yes. credit card. Those help you build your credit. And you have to also watch your utilization. You only want to use about a third of it. Anything more than that is going to drop your credit score. So if you put $300 on a secured credit card, you need to keep, you only need to spend 100 You need to keep, that's a third. Yes. Yeah, post office credit union is good. It's really good. This is the other thing that I wanted to say too. It's really good to have more than one bank account. Absolutely. Um, for several reasons. 
not it, not just because maybe you have a business, you have a business account, and you have a personal account, but even like with that, like I have, I have three accounts, and you would swear I had fifteen million dollars, but I got three accounts. I have a business account with SunTrust, and I have a personal account with SunTrust. But then you guys know that I just opened up my uh, account with the Black-owned bank, which is One United Bank. It's the largest Black bank in the country, so I have an account with them as well. And see, I have. Um, I have two checking accounts, one for my bills and one for just for me to do me. And I have for you to do what to do me. Yes, that's, <laughs> what, that's, that's, that's my, that's my movies. That's my pedicure. Because if it's not in that account, then it, I just can't get it done. Right. Nothing but bills come out of my other. Right. One. That way I don't have to worry about no overdrafts and this mm-hmm. coming out and that mm-hmm. coming out. And then I feel like a grown up because I could do automatic withdrawals and everything just come right on out. And I know it's in there. Right. So what I would suggest is it's really good if you can get like a regular bank account and get a credit union. Because yeah, credit, awesome. credit unions are good to have. If you can get your credit union account, it's good to have a credit union account. In addition to a regular, you know, and full I have like bank. four, I have, yeah, four savings accounts mm-hmm. because I don't want all of my savings money to be for the same thing. I have a vacation savings account, mm-hmm. I have my regular uh, savings account, and then I have an emergency fund savings account, mm-hmm. and then I just have what is that one called? Oh, that's my home fund for when I buy a house. Mm-hmm. And that's for that savings account because I've noticed that with all of my money in one spot, I I pick and choose, you know, what I'm gonna put it towards. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time, then you have this one lump sum of money, and that's just too much. So if right. I have separate ones that I know I got fifty dollars here, seventy five dollars here, going to each of these different accounts, it'll add up, and I know like, oh, okay, if I want to buy a house, this is my house account. I have X amount of money. Um, somebody asked, what about prepaid credit cards? That's pretty much just like the, um, a secured, a secured credit card that we were just talking but you about. Also, when you get these, you want to make sure that the interest rate is yes. not going to stroke you. Yes. Yes. Cause even though you've sent your money in on this card, mm-hmm. there's still interest. Right. And you don't want any annual fees. Right. A lot of those prepaid cards come with annual fees though. There are plenty that don't. Yeah. But- there are some that don't, but I would, um, you don't have to get the first one that you see. Right. If you have a credit union, I would definitely uh, suggest going through the credit union because it'll be good. They'll see that you're paying on time. And when it's time for you to, let's say you want to refinance your car to get your payments lowered. Mm-hmm. Credit unions are awesome. For but that. but that, is, that was the next statement I was going to make. It's always better to go. If you're not going to pay cash for a car, it's always better. If you have a credit union. It's always better to finance through a credit union because their interest rate is always going to be less than a traditional bank. Always. Absolutely. And and my mom said this to me years ago because the very first car that I bought was through a credit union. And she said to me, God forbid something happens where you may be late with your your a payment for um, your car or, you know, something happened or whatever. A credit union is going to do everything in their power to try to work with you. They're not going to come and try to steal, t- not steal your car, but repossess your car. They're not going to try they to come. They steal it when they Right. They're not going to try to come and repossess it right away like a regular bank or yeah. if you finance through a dealership. A dealership, they're like, oh, but you ain't got your money? Oh, okay, we on our way. Matter of fact, now with dealership, you can't even start your car Baby, late. Listen, you ain't me, going nowhere. We got time for a story. Oh, absolutely. I love a good story. Let me tell you about me. I tell y'all all the time that I'm, I, listen, I clean up well. I'm a renaissance man. I know things about wines and foods and shit. But let me tell you, at the core, at the core of who I am, I will always be hood. I clean up well, and I, I, you know, I cross my T's and, mm-hmm. you know, and all that good stuff. So a couple years ago, I had a car. It's called a LoJack system. Mm-hmm. I had gotten a car from a buy here, pay here. You know the little dealership you go in. Absolutely. And baby, when I tell you I went in, I bought me one of those cars from a buy here, pay here, and they had that LoJack system on the car. So if I didn't make my payment, they could shut it off. Now, in this particular scenario, I was not late on my car payment, but the dealership was run by, and I'm not racially profiling or being, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not, and I'm not suggesting anything, but it was it was run by some Hispanic people. They were Mexicans, right? Mm-hmm. And they were serious about their money. So, like, my payment would be due like on a Friday, right? Mm-hmm. When I tell you. 
their computer system wasn't linked to their payment gateway. So I would go online and make my payment, but they, they didn't get a notification mm. in the office. Somebody in the office manually had to pull up their system to see who made their payment for the day. When I tell you them motherfuckers used to cut my car off just for sport, just for practice, I can't begin to tell you how many times I cussed them people out. One day I went, I drove to the dealership. I was so mad with them. I was 38 hot. When I say I cussed and carried on so bad, but I hadn't, I hadn't missed any payments. One last thing. I was in Birmingham, Alabama for a signing. I had a signing in Birmingham. Birmingham is one hour behind Atlanta. Baby, when I tell you the signing was over, I'm going to get in the car. I didn't sign books, took pictures. I'm getting in the car. Went to, went to turn. That girl didn't even come on. <laughs> when I say. Lord have mercy. And by the time I called them, because they in Birmingham, it was an hour behind. By the time I called the dealership, they were closed, bitch. I was in Birmingham, and I was like, bitch, I don't know how I'm going to get from up here. But in those, those systems have like an emergency number, mm-hmm. and you can call the, actually manu- call the manufacturer that okay. makes the LoJack. And I called them. And they gave me some emergency code that I could put in. But they said, but sir, this is the only time we can ever give you this. So that was the only time they could give it to me. But the, I got the car turned back on. But when I say I cussed them motherfuckers out. But see, here's the ghetto part of me. I don't care how much money I ever amass. I will always keep my ears to the streets. Okay. So I called one old hood Negro and said, listen, I've been making my car payment one time. Now, this is just one point in my life that I was actually making my payments on time. <laughs> and here they cutting my shit off. And he said, oh, yeah, bring the car over to my mama's house. I'm going to go ahead and fix it. When I say he cut that girl off, but you got to be careful. Now, I'm not trying to tell y'all how to do this. <laughs> but this you, is a story, not advice. This is a story, not advice. But I took my car over there, and what he did was he disabled the low jack. Mm-hmm. You have to go up underneath this steering wheel. Hmm. He disabled it. But you got to be careful with how you disable it because you can send a signal to the dealership. They'll know that you fucked with it. Oh, but they get a signal for that, but not for your payment. Lord. Now you're picking up what I'm putting down. See? So he disabled it. And so they would go to switch the... They would go ahead to go to cut it off. Because, see, once he disabled it, I started paying it when the fuck I felt like it at that point. Since y'all bitches want to keep cutting my shit off... I'm going to go ahead and pay y'all when I feel like it. Mm. So, I started paying them late. Them bitches thought they were cutting my shit off. My shit was, <laughs> I still was riding all around the city. In fact, not only did I have him disable mine, but I had referred him to two of my friends. And he, he cut theirs off too. Did you get a discount for your referral program? No, I, I didn't even charge them because I knew they were having, I knew they were having tough times. But go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with <laughs> Look, ghetto party of one, ghetto party of one. Your table is ready. Ghetto party of one, your table is ready. But yeah, but yeah. So um, th- those are just good tools to know. Not the low jack part, but um, th- those are tools to know in terms of like your um, if you're gonna purchase a car, um, you should really try to go through a credit union if you can. Or save up the money and pay cash because I know credit is so important, but cash is king. Yeah. And if you have the cash, you will be surprised how much you can negotiate right. with cash. Because I've done that. Yeah, because with credit, they know you got the weight on this and this this got the clear. Mm-hmm. But with cash, they know you know you can run that off. Right. Okay, so once you print out your credit report, because that was what I did. You were saying that we should go through my credit report mm-hmm. and do what? And go through actual, take a look, go through what you've actually done and what you're kind of iffy on. What you mean? They know they fucked this shit up. They well, know that not all the time. Sometimes it's stuff on there that right. you didn't Sometimes. do. I had um, I had two addresses that were not mine. One was in Texas, and one was in like Minnesota. And it was showing on your credit report. It was report. showing on my credit report that I and I have never had. They had a Jeep on my credit report. I have never owned a Jeep. Um, like sometimes, if somebody gets your credit, it is little things that they don't pay. I had a Home Depot card. Because I had my wallet had got stolen one time in a club, and um, at the time nothing had appeared on my on my 
credit report. It wasn't until years later that things started popping up. And I started getting calls from Home Depot about my, my bill being late. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, wait a minute. And you know, once your credit has been stolen or compromised, it mm -hmm. is so tough to prove that it right. is not you. Somebody just asked, what about things that have already gone to collection? That's what we're talking that, about. Yeah, that, this is everything that we're that talking about. Dispute. All of this stuff is the stuff that's on your credit report that's in collections. Yes. Um, and if it's in collections now, go ahead and sign up on Credit Shield 360. Do not discuss anything over the phone. Right. Don't admit to anything. And if you're going to talk, use the word allegedly. Oh. Yes. Because anything else, you're admitting that this debt is yours. This debt and is that mine. Can be used That's if one you. of those creditors call you. Right. And you if you got up. debt, if you got creditors calling you, you don't need to be talking to them on the phone. That's right. If you ain't got no money to pay them, get your ass off. What you talking for if you ain't got no damn money? Because once you send these letters, you need to, excuse me, you need to make sure that, that it gets removed. But if you on the phone talking and making payment arrangements. They're like, oh, girl, we know this is yours. Yeah. Because you, you, you don't talk to nobody that, you, why are you talking to somebody if you don't owe them? Like, okay. what, you talk, what you talking to them for? Okay, so here's my question. Mm -hmm. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to say, too. Um, if a debt is on your credit seven years old those are things that can you can dispute because that's what the fall on well the thing about it is they have gotten better with that it could be up on the 99th day before you get to that seventh year and they'll sell it to another creditor and it'll start all it over again. all over but there are sometimes instances when it'll fall off it'll inquiries fall off and will fall off and boost your credit score too. now inquiry is like if you go to try out for you a, want that 20 percent off on that outfit and you apply for that credit card or you go and applying for cars or you know now there are um what they call shopping cart tricks where you can get store cards uh -huh. Without putting in your full credit, I'm pulling in your full social security number, so it's not doing a hard pull. Um, I don't do that because I don't want no more cards. Okay, so somebody just said if you file a police report for a stolen wallet, you can damn near get everything removed from your report. You can, but it will also depend on when you file the police report. So I can go file a police report tomorrow. You can. For some shit and I got. You on do here. know that if you lie. <laughs> Right. So again, we're not encouraging you to do that. It's a story, not advice. Right. All right. So once I pull this stuff on here and we look through here, we make sure that everything on here belongs to me. Make sure all of the addresses on here belong to me. Even if they do belong to you, if they're old. What's old? Seven years? Anywhere you don't live no more. So they have debts on here that should, it correlates with, you can see it on here. Is it itemized that way? Um, It's not itemized okay. that way. Um, you basically guessed the Well, girl, I don't want none of this debt, okay? I need to dispute all of it. Because ain't none of this stuff on here from when I lived here. Okay. So everything on but here. But do you have anything, any good credit from living here? I don't have any credit. You mean like credit cards? Anything good that's in your name. Yeah, my, my power bill, my water bill. Mm -hmm, not credit. What about oh, okay. the car note? I don't have a car note. Let's see. So we have to be careful of what we're going to dispute because anything that has been paid and closed, we don't want to dispute and address that's attached. Well, what to is that? that? Mm. Girl, what's paid? What is that? I don't even know what that is. Oh, is that? Oh. Oh, Sam's Club. Okay, well that's paid and closed. Right. So, do you kind of know where you were living when you had that? Because that was girl, I still got Sam's Club, but it's not a credit card well, anymore. You got the membership. Yeah, that was a credit card with Sam's. But I don't have that anymore. They need to have dates. Girl, there it is. The date right there. July 6, 2016. So, the, 2006. 2006. Where was I living in 2006? Hell if I know. Oh, I know where I was living. No, I was living in Vinings. Okay. And so, what, what do I... So, I don't do anything with that. Well, so what I did with mine is... I what about some of these repossessions? Remember. You could get them a move. All right. Well, that's what I want to start with. So... What we're going to do is we're going to pick out at least, we'll start with four accounts that we're going to do 609 letters for. Okay. And so we're going to pull the 609 letters from Credit Shield, I mean, um, from the from uh, Dreamcatchers group yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up real fast. Okay. So we're going to pull that letter and then I'm going to um, send the letter to the credit, credit bureaus. Credit bureaus that they, that are and then too, there are times... 
when let's say it might be like $200 there are people who will email whomever the CEO of said company might be mm-hmm. and say hey this is my story can you please you know remove this debt from my account and there are people that it have been done for I have yet to do it so I could write a letter to Sprint now I've never had Sprint you would write you would send an email to the CEO of Sprint or somebody of importance and sometimes they'll remove it yes Somebody said, "Open up a, open up a small credit card like Saks, and then make." Um, girl, I don't, listen, I don't need no Saks would give me a credit card. Here, my shit's so scarred up from being, you know, like really, like I was really, really good with my credit when I first started getting credit when I was in college. I was really good about paying my credit card off in full because I never would spend more in a month that I could pay off by the end of the month. Right. And my mother said to me, well, why are you doing that? You just just pay part of that. And baby, that was the wrong thing to tell me. <laughs> and it, and, but, but more than anything, what happened with me was just building a business. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, doing the play uh, at 26 years old, starting my greeting card business at 26 years old, just starting my LLC, Impeccable Works, which now publishes my books, my greeting cards, like just starting that, like it costs money to do all of that. And there were times that I didn't have money. So I would put that shit on the credit card, you know what I'm saying? Or just wouldn't, you know what I mean? And wouldn't think about it. Okay. So I want to let you guys know too, because I didn't mention this. There are five different 609 letters. So these letters are sent to the credit bureaus. You start with the first 609 letter. You send the letter certified mail with a copy of your social security card and your ID or driver's license. You handwrite the entire letter or type it and only handwrite the name of the account and the account numbers, which will be on your credit report. Mm-hmm. Or you can do partial numbers because they know what they got on there. Right. And only dispute a maximum of 20 accounts at a time on one letter. Okay. okay. So there are how many different letters? Five. Five different. So you go in order. Yes. And they're listed in that group, Dreamcatchers right. on Facebook. So you send each credit bureau their own letter. And if you do not receive a response in 30 business days or the accounts are not removed or uh, anything like that, you send 609 letter number two. You follow the same pattern until you either get the accounts you want removed or you have sent out letter number five. And if after 609 letter number five and the credit bureaus do not remove the accounts you are disputing, you file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. And remember, if you have questions, you're in a group with half a million people. Dreamcatchers has about half a million people mm-hmm. in there. So you can always post and ask a question. Hey, guys, I'm not sure what to do first. And then, they, like I said, they have templates. They have examples of these letters in there. So it's not like you have to come out with the verbiage. And see, like I said, they do. Both groups have um, handbooks that you can follow to get started because everybody is not going to start on step one, depending right. on what your credit level is. But these, they have groups, they have templates, they tell you other websites that you can go to to watch your credit score. Um, they have different resources and they have the numbers to the credit bureaus because sometimes. When you're lucky, you can call on the phone and they can remove stuff. Right. You call the credit bureau. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you can have things removed. This is free. There is no cost. So, and let me explain. Oh, what about eviction? Oh, explain what? Go ahead. Okay. Before I get to evictions, um, the 609 letter. So, and let me, because I know I touched on it again, but for those who may be joining us. um, So, section 609 of the Fair Credit Reporting Act um, section basically states that they have to provide for the protection of consumers against false and erroneous reporting. So, if it ain't true, you dispute it. If it is true, you dispute it. Dispute it. Get your credit score up. Mm-hmm. They need proof. They need that exact paper that you signed right. saying, I signed for this credit card. And they're not going to have it. And most of these people don't have those. Mm-mm. If you cry, apply for a credit card years ago or... Except for Capital One. They're if you it. have a... Capital One is on it. Capital One be on Capital it. Capital One be on it. They're not playing with y'all. They're not playing. So don't go in there half-stepping. You better get your shit in order before you go fuck with okay, Capital One. Okay, because I disputed Capital One from uh, one of these debt collection agencies. Baby, they sent me the paper because Capital One has sent it to them. It was given. Here you go. Yep. Here's her signature I right here. I post in the group like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> 
Girl, you can't do nothing with Capital One. Okay, so they're asking about an eviction. Okay, hold on. Because they, they do talk about evictions. They talk about evictions as well. That's why you just have to take some time and go in this Facebook group. It's a Facebook group called Dream Catchers. We talked about Credit Warriors as well. Yes. Credit Warriors is another one. But remember, Dream Catchers Facebook group, they offer a lot of these forms and stuff for free. Okay, so from what I'm saying, from what I'm seeing, um, some people did dispute them. Now your um, what do you call those? Oh, oh, oh. What was it? I'm trying to think what they called when it's 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 a. Uh, I can't think of the correct name of it right now. I'm having a moment, mm-hmm. but they no longer show up on your credit report. What is it? Expunged or something? No, no, no. It's just the way that they're doing credit reports now. Oh. Um, so, uh, what is that called when you go to court for those things? Public, uh, public records. Public records. Thank you. Okay. Are no longer showing on your credit report. However, so, what's an example of a public record like an eviction? Like an eviction. Okay. Um, so you can dispute them, and if it does come back to be true, then what you'll have to do is you can pay them. And you need to have them write a letter saying that the debt is paid in full. Right. Um, somebody asked about um, how long after you write a letter and, and how long does it take for them to remove it if they remove it? Um, it really depends. It could be as soon as uh, a week or two. Sometimes it can take 30 days. Sometimes it could take more than 30 days. It really just depends on them. They're supposed to give, it to, give you um, some kind of answer within 30 to 45 days. Right, okay. Um, if they don't, that's when you send the second 609 letter. Mm-hmm. Now, most times, I have never gotten to the fifth 609 letter. I've only had to do the second one, and I've had stuff removed. Okay. So, somebody asked about a broken lease and evictions. Is that all under the same kind It'll of process? It'll be all under the same it's umbrella. all under the same umbrella. And because I don't have personal experience with it, if you go in a group and you type it in the search, you'll find a dozen or so posts right. uh, regarding having the same questions, and it'll have a bunch of answers. And the thing that I had to do, when, when you first get into the group, don't ask questions, read. Right. So, read just first. look around first. Just kind of feel your way around. Um, Jabari is asking, um, so you don't pay a person to do this. No, this is stuff you can do on your own. Credit Shield 360. Credit Shield 360. And you can't afford to pay nobody to do it if you ain't paying the bills on time. Right. So you're going to go to creditshield360.com and create a free profile. And they handle a lot of this stuff for you too. Okay. So just when this video ends, just go back to the beginning because we talked about all of that. No, you don't have to pay anybody to do it. And I do see somebody had just asked about student loans. So uh-huh. let me say this about student loans. Um, if you have gone anywhere, like the Art Institute, Keller, DeVry, um, Brown Mackey, um, Trump University, Trump University, <laughs> any of those, and you've taken out student loans, you can go to the um, Department of Education website. There is a form that you can fill out and basically in the form you're stating hey i didn't get what i was supposed to get from this school they promised me i was going to get x y and z and they didn't uh they didn't match up to what they said Mm -hmm. they will remove that however much you paid to go there they will remove it really yes i've had two colleges done like that now i still owe student loans but i've had two of the colleges because i went to the art institute for a little while I went to Bowder for a little while, and I went to um, Keller, which is a part of DeVry. And because they are for-profit schools, mm-hmm. and they told me I was going to have all these wonderful job opportunities and jobs, and that did not add up, the government forgave those loans. Now, you can get student loans removed from your credit account, I mean, from your credit report, but you still have the government does not play. You still have to pay it. The best, um, there is a young lady that I follow on Instagram who has uh, paid off almost $100,000 worth of student loans in about three years. Mm. Um, What she does is her loans are not consolidated. So her loans are, um, they're broken down. She started, she put them on forbearance. She started with the lowest loan, which was like $1,000, paid that off. Then she went to the next highest, paid that off. And you make payments to those as it goes on. Um, somebody just asked, what about repossessions and the company sue you? Should I do bankruptcy? 
We talked about that just a moment ago. We talked about repossessions and how you can have those removed as well. Yes. I think it's kind of tricky to say whether or not a person should file bankruptcy. I think that you should exhaust all of your options. Before doing that. Join the group because I actually, ironically, I just, when I was scrolling looking for the 609 letters, I saw somebody ask a question about that. Um, I would say if you can avoid it, I would because once you file for um, a chapter 7 or chapter 13, it's going to take 7 to 10 years for you to rebuild that credit history and your interest rates are going to be high. And that's what you're trying to avoid now. So if you go in a group, they might tell you to figure out a payment plan and get a paid in full letter once you're done. But there are ways. So don't give up. Don't fail just yet. But definitely peruse the group. Search exactly what it is that you're asking. And I'm sure somebody has already asked for you. Somebody said they did the same thing that you did with the school thing. Mm -hmm. So, But then somebody else asked, what if they graduated from the school? They're not giving you your money back if you graduated, are they? Yeah. Because if when you went to that school and they told you by coming here, you know, we help all of our students find jobs and our students have jobs and here and here and nobody did anything for you. You could still dispute it. I mean, the worst they can tell you is we're not going to forgive it and you're still going to owe the money. And they said, what? What's, what, what the school was supposed to do? What? Well, okay. So we'll, we'll take um, me. I went to Bowder College and uh-huh. I went for, um, it was like fashion merchandising. Right. And they were like, you know, we help all of our students get great jobs. We have some that are stylists and doing this and we have them doing that. They didn't help not Nambit. Right. Yes, we talked about medical collections as well. And we talked about foreclosures. Yeah, so dispute it. The worst they can say is that you owe it and you still got to pay it. Right. And it's also good to get you an accountability partner to make sure that you're following up like you should, that you're sending the letters like you should. Somebody that's going to make sure that you're on top of your things because we know that life happens and sometimes you forget or sometimes you fall off the bandwagon, but they're there to make sure that you don't Stop doing it for good. You know, you might take a little break, but then you get back on it. So do you know why um, the 609 form has to be written in blue? The black ink, they can still scan it and send it. Oh, they it. can scan it through the... Th- right. So you want to make sure that somebody physically has to read it. Right. And with the way that they workloads are going... They, there's a chance that they're going to miss your... Mm-hmm. And not get back in time. Right. All right, so hopefully you guys heard something that's going to benefit you. Share this video because I'm sure there are other people that you know that may need um, information. Listen, I have three books. Words Never Spoken is the first. One Thing for Certain, Two Things for Sure is the second. And um, So Much to Say, A Book of Quotes is the third. I would really appreciate your support. All three books are available on Amazon, all e-readers. And the first two books are available as Audible. I'm narrating the first two books. Um, if you want to order them directly from me, you can. My Cash App ID is The Writer. The Writer. One book is $20, 236 I also have a ring ringtone. It's Hey Girl, Hey. Hey Girl, Hey. Available in iOS. 